up, everybody? We're back with episode six, Surviving Online Dating. This is Nick, and uh, it's been a long time, but this episode's been a... It's been one I've been trying to make for a long time, because to preface this, like, the, the thing that surprised me the most when I started this was uh, that women make up, like, 60% of my audience, and the whole point of this podcast was to help guys out. Like, honestly, that's what it was. Maybe, maybe a little bit of women here and there, but I mostly wanted to help guys out because, you know, since I first started online dating and finding my success, I, hel- I helped my own buddies um, meet women online and they were really, they, they eventually got good at it. And I realized that I just, either I'm just decent at teaching them how to do it or I know what I'm doing, maybe a combination of both things, whatever it was, but this was mostly made for dudes. And to find out that 60% of you, you, you know, you guys are women, it, it made me want to think about ways I could help you out specifically because, you know, I think guys and gals go through um, really different uh, online dating, um, uh, like like how we online date. Like it's different for it's different for guys and women. And then like even deeper than that, like it's different per individual person. So I want to think more about more about women. And so I I just looked a little bit up and, you know, they say that. I don't know they, but that basically it's talked about that, you know, women are more likely to seek for help online um, to be better at dating. That That's what I've, and I mean, that, that seems pretty legit to me. I, I'll accept that. So this episode is kind of made for you guys. And, and it's going to be tough because I don't want to sit here and explain to you as a guy why you as a girl are fucking up. Um, I don't want to make you feel bad about yourself. That's the last thing I want to do. Um, I want to treat you like how I say I've always treated like my girlfriend and always and bring you up and make you realize that you're awesome. And then other people will think you're awesome. And there's so many people online that you will find that person that thinks you are awesome. I mean, that's just but I mean, let's be real. A lot of us have a lot of shitty qualities. And so we have to work on those, too. As I've always said, like, I'm going to challenge you to be a better person, whatever that means to you. So in the spirit of that women will look for help online. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only person that you guys have listened to. I'm, a, I'm 100% positive that's the case. A listener actually reached out to me and brought this up, that there's online dating, coaching, and classes. And that was interesting to me because um, I, I honestly, like I personally, I don't think online dating is that, uh, I don't think it's that difficult. I think it's actually, it can be difficult if you're taking it really seriously. But I think online dating can be really fun. I think, I think that's like, I think that's the best part of it is that it's really fun if we don't take it seriously. Obviously, if you take it seriously, it can be, uh, it can be pretty terrible because you're being denied or ghosted so many times. But if you pay, obviously don't pay attention to that, pay attention to all the awesome people you meet, you'll meet some cool people for sure. Um, and when he brought up this online dating coaching, I thought to myself, uh, if I could get into something like this, um, what how would I go about it? And so I, I went and did some research. I went to a few websites and I noticed there's like this, this, I thought it was like a phenomenon thing. I thought it was, it was, it was weird to me that there's actually guys that coach that cater to women. And it makes sense. I mean, if women are looking for the most help, yeah, the guys are going to cater to the women. And I think the women go to them and say, Hey, like, you know, all men, because you're a man. So why don't you show me the tips? Which I mean, that's your first fault. Like if that if that's why you're going to a, a male online dating coach, like your first fault is that he believe that he knows what I'm thinking in my head because I'm a guy. 
or any other guy out there, which is total bullshit. Yeah, we all have our own. Um, I mean, I guess there's kind of ways that we all think is like a sex, I guess, but it's it's really it's so fucking vague. I mean, you he can't tell you who I am because of that. It's bullshit. So I think that's the first fault if you're looking for an online dating coach. And if they reciprocate, if they say, hey, I do know men, um, that, that's obviously a big red flag. Like if there's this big blanket statement bullshit, it's a big red flag. Because from what I've thought about myself is that this online dating coaching is going to be um, really personal to you, right? I mean, I'm going to be real. You could give me your Tinder, Tinder account right now. And, and this is no joke. You give me your Tinder account right now. Within the next couple of days, I will have you a date on Tinder but it's not going to matter. It's not just being good at getting dates online. It's also meeting these people and having a good time. Like that's like, that's another big part of this. A lot of these, you know, if you think it's going to be as easy as getting a date online, like that's the, that's the easy part. The hard part is after that. Okay. Being successful online uh, can give you some confidence, which I think is really good. Getting that confidence is obviously massive. And Getting validation online can give you that confidence. That's why we got to, that's why we online date, you know? So the, these online, these male coaches for women, right? They say shit. What I, I think they specifically try and make you slightly feel bad or that you need to change yourself to fit what men want in a relationship or in someone they're going to meet, which I would say is the worst piece of advice they could be giving you. I wrote a few things down. One guy said, I've never met a guy who says I want to understand my wife. And if you're a, if you're a woman and you believe that, if you believe that no guy has ever cared what their wife wants, there's no reason to date, honestly. If you actually think men are out there not giving a fuck about what you think, you shouldn't be dating them. If you believe that, you shouldn't be dating men. There are a ton of men that care. I care. So this is why I'm making this episode, because that guy says something that directly references me, and it's bullshit, and it's wrong. And someone spouting this bullshit makes everyone look bad. It really does. If if you're going into this, this online dating space and you're automatically thinking that no man gives a fuck, it's, it's not going to be fun. Like that, like that, like that's not even like I could say higher expectations, but that's that's not even a high expectation. That's that's a low. That's a baseline expectation of oh, you might care enough to talk to me or whatever the fuck. Like you care enough that you want to have like a good time with me. Like it's it's a fucking low expectation. It's bullshit. They say that they run ghostwriting profile services. Now and and again, I don't I don't want to alienate or make anyone feel bad that's ever used these services. I can I think that. Some people have been, uh, you know, I, and, and you can you can admit this. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I can admit it. Like there's times where we've used like been looking for someone else and we felt vulnerable. And that, that's a big part of it. I mean, we feel vulnerable and we're trying to find somebody. And fuck, sometimes you'll just go with the first person that replies to you, which I've done. I've done that. You know, like you feel vulnerable. And so you look for help. And these guys, there's, there's a lot of these services on online you can find, but they'll do like a ghostwriting profile service. And you can look at my, you can listen to my last episode. If you listen to my last episode, I honestly believe that you don't need, why would you need a ghostwriter for your profile? That's unfucking believable That's unbelievable. You don't. We talked about last episode, take good pictures. I don't need, I don't need to go over that episode. Go listen to that one. But the fact that people pay for a ghostwriting profile service is wrong. 
And anyone that would charge you for that is a fucking scam artist. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. You don't need to have someone ghost write a profile for you. This isn't the fucking autobiography. This is, this is, it, it just, it makes no sense. And one of the clients, um, in, in, you know, they talked about in this article, they talked about their clients, and like the things they said, you know, one of the clients paid, I think it was like $14,000 for six months worth of work. It's fucking crazy. I mean, th- these guys charge a lot of money. It's no joke. And I mean, I could understand, I could understand charging all that money if you are, you know, working each person, you know, working for each person, person individually and trying to help them out. But, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what they do. They, they like send emails and shit. They actually talked in the article. They send emails to the people who the fuck uses emails anymore. Well, I guess the guy that uses the email coaching, he's fucking 57 years old. So I, I mean, that, that's why he, that's why he does email coaching, I guess for $2,000 a month. So it's fucking wild. But a client said, um, I think I'm a catch, but I've been ghosted for the third time this year. And all I have to say to that is I don't think you're meeting enough people if you've been ghosted only three times in a year. You know, in, in, through all my episodes, I've hammered this every single episode. I want you to get it. You need to meet a ton of people and get ghosted 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times. However many times it takes, you will find someone cool. Yeah, the ones that ghost you, there's not like you can look at it. It can be a bad thing that you're being ghosted by someone, but that just tells you to go to the next one. It's always, you should be doing that anyways. If you're waiting to get ghosted to do that, you're wasting time. Keep on going. Because yeah, people are going to ghost you. We plan for shit like that. We plan for that to happen. Okay? So yeah, you know, to get ghosted three times in a year, you need to get ghosted more, absolutely more than that. And the guy went on to suggest to not sleep with someone unless they're boyfriend material, which I think is the worst piece of advice anyone could give you honestly i could see that working very specifically for a for 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 a few people i could see that um i could see if you get really really hung up over somebody that did i guess you sleep with someone that you think that could be your boyfriend but even if you're that person and you have the expectation that someone you're going to sleep with is boyfriend material you are setting yourself up to have the worst time of your life because there's so many people out there that aren't. And people you think are going to be boyfriend material that aren't. You never know who, who is going to be boyfriend material after talking on the internet. Or having even one, two, three, four, five dates. You know, it, it takes a lot more than that. So, so to give someone that advice, I think is so counterintuitive and would absolutely make someone feel bad. I mean, if, you, if, I, if, I, if I were to tell you, only sleep with someone that you think is boyfriend material, and then you do it and they ghost you, well, there you go. That is terrible. And that feeling you're going to get is going to be terrible. We have to be more open than that. This is, this is what I'm trying to get at. I think they give this really terrible advice. And the, again, like I have to remind you, this is advice for women, you know, and I'm, and I'm catering this towards women. These are the advice that they are giving you. And I, again, I'm sure there's a lot of great online dating coaches. I, I honestly, honestly believe that um, I have online dated so much that I, I really think my advice would be a lot better than most of these people. And that's, that's just who I, that, I guess that's my ego showing. But I, I really think that because I have spent so much time. You know, they just say bullshit. They say bullshit. They say that we, um, swiping dating has made people weak, um, that they used to go out and go to bars and approach women. Like, f- the times are different. That's why I'm here, and that's why you're listening. You're listening because online dating has finally become so mainstream that there's podcasts based on it because you need help 
because this is a section. This is a part of life that people never thought would it would be would be so mainstream. I mean, even even like before COVID hit, it was pretty main. Like Tinder was pretty mainstream, but after COVID, it's a whole nother ball game. This is this is how people are going to date from now on. They're going to date online, and I don't want you getting bad advice from some online dating coach that wants to make you feel like shit because you are vulnerable. That's not what I want. Okay. And I hope I never make you feel like shit in that way. My whole point here is to challenge you to be a better person. That's what it is. And if you can't do that, well, then you're not going to listen. That's fine. But again, these coaches shouldn't make you feel terrible. And then you pay them to feel more terrible and they keep making you feel terrible. That's wrong. I mean, if I could, if I could go to each one of you and make you successful in one week, I would do it. Free of charge. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. So before this episode becomes 40 minutes long, I need to stop rambling on this shit. Um, I hope you got my point. You know, I want to I do online dating coaching because I think these guys are giving terrible advice. And I think I actually would give really great advice to people. Um, online dating coaching is going to be really, um, it's going to be really personal because everyone has different goals. Everyone is different. So it's, it's going to be it's going to be personal in that way that everyone is going to have different goals, but also everyone is going to be obviously a different person. I'm not going to have these blanket statement bullshits. I would work with everyone individually as much as I have to, or maybe even have group sessions. I think that would be awesome. The idea that 60% or 70% would be women blows my mind. And I, it made me rethink my podcast. It's made me rethink my podcast since episode uh, one or two. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, my next episode, I think I'm just going to do like a, uh, a quick plug uh, on my next episode for uh, for my coaching. And this episode, you know, um, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to talk about coaching, I haven't set up a website yet, but you can find me at uh, at johnnyutah 53 on Instagram. That's a good way to contact me. Yeah. And just let me know what you think. And, you know, next episode, if I'm not plugging, uh, if I'm not plugging the uh, online dating coaching, I want to talk about using social expectations to our advantage. I think that's a I think that would make a good episode. I think and just to give like a little preface, using social expectations to our advantage. Um, like, let's say you have a guy, you have a guy and a chick and they meet each other, right? There's like this bullshit social expectation that um, women cook and guys have to eat, right? Like guy, women cook, guys eat it, you know, and guys don't cook. And I want to talk about how men can use that social expectation to their advantage. And I've never met a woman that didn't absolutely love me cooking her dinner you know, or making breakfast in the morning. Like that is a way to use a social expectation to your advantage. So I think that's going to be next episode. I think it'd actually be a good episode. I don't think a lot of people really talk about it. So I can't wait to uh, talk to you guys next one. See you guys later. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, everybody? We're back with episode six, Surviving Online Dating. This is Nick, and uh, it's been a long time, but this episode's been a, it's been one I've been trying to make for a long time, because 
to preface this, like the, the thing that surprised me the most when I started this was uh, that women make up like 60% of my audience. And the whole point of this podcast was to help guys out. Like, honestly, that's what it was. Maybe, maybe a little bit of women here and there, but I mostly wanted to help guys out because, you know, since I first started online dating and finding my success, I, help, I helped my own buddies um, meet women online. And they were really, they, they eventually got good at it. And I realized that I just, either I'm just decent at teaching them how to do it or I know what I'm doing. Maybe a combination of both things, whatever it was. But this was mostly made for dudes. And to find out that 60% of you, you, you know, you guys are women, it, it made me want to think about ways I could help you out specifically. Because, you know, I think guys and gals go through um, really different uh, online dating, um, uh, like, like how we online date. Like it's different, for, it's different for guys and women. And then like even deeper than that, like it's different per individual person. So I want to think more about more about women. And so I, I just looked a little bit up and, you know, they say that I don't know they, but that basically it's talked about that, you know, women are more likely to seek for help online um, to be better at dating. That That's what I've and I mean, that, that seems pretty legit to me. I, I'll accept that. So this episode is kind of made for you guys in in. It's going to be tough because I don't want to sit here and explain to you as a guy why you as a girl are fucking up. Um, I don't want to make you feel bad about yourself. That's the last thing I want to do. Um, I want to treat you like how I say I've always treated like my girlfriend and always and bring you up and make you realize that you're awesome. And then other people will think you're awesome. And there's so many people online that you will find that person that thinks you are awesome. I mean, that's just... But I mean, let's be real, a lot of us have a lot of shitty qualities. And so we have to work on those too. As I've always said, like, I'm going to challenge you to be a better person, whatever that means to you. So in the spirit that women will look for help online, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only person that you guys have listened to. I'm, I'm 100% positive that's the case. A listener actually reached out to me and brought this up, that there's online dating, coaching and classes. And that was interesting to me because um, I, I honest, like I personally, I don't think online dating is that, uh, I don't think it's that difficult. I think it's actually, it can be difficult if you're taking it really seriously, but I think online dating can be really fun. I think, I think that's like, I think that's the best part of it is that it's really fun if we don't take it seriously. Obviously, if you take it seriously, it can be, uh, it can be pretty terrible because you're being denied or ghosted so many times. But if you pay, obviously don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to all the awesome people you meet. You'll meet some cool people for sure. Um, and when he brought up this online dating coaching, I thought to myself, uh, if I could get into something like this, um, what, how would I go about it? And so I, I went and did some research. I went to a few websites and I noticed there's like this, this, I thought it was like a phenomenon thing. I thought it was, it was, it was weird to me that there's actually guys that coach that cater to women. And it makes sense. I mean, if women are looking for the most help, yeah, the guys are going to cater to the women. And I think the women go to them and say, hey, like, you know, all men, because you're a man. So why don't you show me the tips, which I mean, that's your first fault. Like if that if that's why you're going to a, a male online dating coach, like your first fault is that he believe that he knows what I'm thinking in my head, because I'm a guy or any other guy out there, which is total bullshit. Yeah, we all have our own. Um, I mean, I guess there's kind of ways that we all think is like a sex, I guess, but it's, it's really, it's so fucking vague. I mean, 
you he can't tell you who I am because of that. It's bullshit. So I think that's their first fault if you're looking for an online dating coach. And if they reciprocate, if they say, hey, I do know men, um, that, that's obviously a big red flag. Like if there's this big blanket statement bullshit, it's a big red flag. Because from what I've thought about myself is that this online dating coaching is going to be um, really personal to you, right? I mean, I'm going to be real. You could give me your Tinder, Tinder account right now. And, and this is no joke. You give me your Tinder account right now. Within the next couple of days, I will have you a date on Tinder. But it's not going to matter. It's not just being good at getting dates online. It's also meeting these people and having a good time. Like that's like that's another big part of this. A lot of these, you know, if you think it's going to be as easy as getting a date online, like that's the that's the easy part. The hard part is after that. Okay, being successful online uh, can give you some confidence, which I think is really good. Getting that confidence is obviously massive and getting validation online can give you that confidence. That's why we got to, that's why we online date, you know? So the, these online, these male coaches for women, right? They say shit. What I, I think they specifically try and make you slightly feel bad or that you need to change yourself to fit what men want in a relationship or in someone they're going to meet, which I would say is the worst piece of advice they could be giving you. I wrote a few things down. One guy said, I've never met a guy who says I want to understand my wife. And if you're, a, if you're a woman and you believe that, if you believe that no guy has ever cared what their wife wants, there's no reason to date, honestly. If you actually think men are out there not giving a fuck about what you think, you shouldn't be dating them. If you believe that, you shouldn't be dating men. There are a ton of men that care. I care. So th this is why I'm making this episode, because that guy says something that directly references me, and it's bullshit, and it's wrong. And someone spouting this bullshit makes everyone look bad. It really does. If, you go if you're going into this, this online dating space and you're automatically thinking that no man gives a fuck, it's, it's not going to be fun. Like, th like that, like that's not even like I could say higher expectations, but that's, that's not even a high expectation. That's that's a low. That's a baseline expectation of, oh, you might care enough to talk to me or whatever the fuck. Like you care enough that you want to have like a good time with me. Like it's, it's a fucking low expectation. It's bullshit. They say that they run ghostwriting profile services now. And, and again, I don't I don't want to alienate or make anyone feel bad that's ever used these services. I can I think that. Some people have been, uh, you know, I, and, and you can you can admit this. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I can admit it. Like there's times where we've used like been looking for someone else and we felt vulnerable. And that, that's a big part of it. I mean, we feel vulnerable and we're trying to find somebody. And fuck, sometimes you'll just go with the first person that replies to you, which I've done. I've done that. You know, like you feel vulnerable. And so you look for help. And these guys, there's, there's a lot of these services on online you can find, but they'll do like a ghostwriting profile service. And you can look at my, you can listen to my last episode. If you listen to my last episode, I honestly believe that you don't need, why would you need a ghostwriter for your profile? That's unfucking believable That's unbelievable. You don't. We talked about last episode, take good pictures. I don't need, I don't need to go over that episode. Go listen to that one. But the fact that people pay for a ghostwriting profile service is wrong. And anyone that would charge you for that is a fucking scam artist. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. You don't need to have someone ghostwrite a profile for you. This isn't the fucking 
autobiography. This is this is it, it just it makes no sense. And one of the clients, um, you know, they talked about in this article, they talked about their clients, and like the things they said, you know, one of the clients paid, I think it was like $14,000 for six months worth of work. It's fucking crazy. I mean, these guys charge a lot of money. It's no joke. And I mean, I could understand. I could understand charging all that money if you are, you know, working each person, you know, working for each person, person individually and trying to help them out. But uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what they do. They, they like send emails and shit. They actually talked in the article. They send emails to the people. Who the fuck uses emails anymore? Well, I guess the guy that uses the email coaching, he's fucking 57 years old. So, I, I mean, that, that's, why he, that's why he does email coaching, I guess, for $2,000 a month. So it's fucking wild. But a client said, um, I think I'm a catch, but I've been ghosted for the third time this year. And all I have to say to that is I don't think you're meeting enough people if you've been ghosted only three times in a year. You know, in, through all my episodes, I've hammered this every single episode. I want you to get it. You need to meet a ton of people and get ghosted 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times. However many times it takes, you will find someone cool. Yeah, the ones that ghost you, there's not like you can look at it. It can be a bad thing that you're being ghosted by someone, but that just tells you to go to the next one. It's always you should be doing that anyways. If you're waiting to get ghosted to do that, you're wasting time. Keep on going because, yeah, people are going to ghost you. We plan for shit like that. We plan for that to happen. Okay. So yeah, you know, to get ghosted three times in a year, you need to be get, get ghosted more, absolutely more than that. And the guy went on to suggest to not sleep with someone unless they're boyfriend material, which I think is the worst piece of advice anyone could give you, honestly. I could see that working very specifically for a, for, for, for a few people. I could see that. Um, I could see if you get really, really hung up over somebody that did I guess you sleep with someone that you think that could be your boyfriend. But even if you're that person and you have the expectation that someone you're going to sleep with is boyfriend material, you are setting yourself up to have the worst time of your life. Because there's so many people out there that aren't. And people you think are going to be boyfriend material that aren't. You never know who, who is going to be boyfriend material after talking on the internet or having even one, two, three, four, five dates. You know, it, it takes a lot more than that. So, so to give someone that advice, I think is so counterintuitive and would absolutely make someone feel bad. I mean, if you, if I, if I, if I were to tell you only sleep with someone that you think is boyfriend material, and then you do it and they ghost you, well, there you go. That is terrible. And that feeling you're going to get is going to be terrible. We have to be more open than that. This is, this is what I'm trying to get at. I think they give this really terrible advice. And again, like I have to remind you, this is advice for women. You know, and I'm, and I'm catering this towards women. These are the advice that they are giving you. And I, again, I'm sure there's a lot of great online dating coaches. I, I honestly, honestly believe that um, I have online dated so much that I, I really think my advice would be a lot better than most of these people. And that's, that's just who I, that, I guess that's my ego showing. But I, I really think that because I have spent so much time. You know, they just say bullshit. They say bullshit. They say that we... Um, swiping dating has made people weak, um, that they used to go out and go to bars and approach women. Like f the times are different. That's why I'm here. And that's why you're listening. You're listening because online dating has finally become so mainstream that there's podcasts based on it because you need help because this is a section. This is a part of life that people never thought would it would be would be so mainstream. I mean, even even like before COVID hit, 
it was pretty main. Like Tinder was pretty mainstream. But after COVID, it's a whole nother ball game. This is this is how people are going to date from now on. They're going to date online. And I don't want you getting bad advice from some online dating coach that wants to make you feel like shit because you are vulnerable. That's not what I want. Okay. And I hope I never make you feel like shit in that way. My whole point here is to challenge you to be a better person. That's what it is. And if you can't do that, well, then you're not going to listen. That's fine. But again, these coaches shouldn't make you feel terrible. And then you pay them to feel more terrible and they keep making you feel terrible. That's wrong. I mean, if I could, if I could go to each one of you and make you successful in one week, I would do it. Free of charge. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. So before this episode becomes 40 minutes long, I need to stop rambling on this shit. Um, I hope you got my point. You know, I want to I do online dating coaching because I think these guys are giving terrible advice. And I think I actually would give really great advice to people. Um, online dating coaching is going to be really, um, it's going to be really personal because everyone has different goals. Everyone is different. So it, it's going to be, it's going to be personal in that way that everyone is going to have different goals, but also everyone is going to be obviously a different person. I'm not going to have these blanket statement bullshits. I would work with everyone individually as much as I have to, or maybe even have group sessions. I think that would be awesome. The idea that 60% or 70% would be women blows my mind. And I, it made me rethink my podcast. It's made me rethink my podcast since episode uh, one or two. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, my next episode, I think I'm just going to do like a, uh, a quick plug uh, on my next episode for, uh, for my coaching. And this episode, you know, um, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to talk about coaching, I haven't set up a website yet, but you can find me at, uh, at johnnyutah53 on Instagram. That's a good way to contact me. Yeah. And just let me know what you think. And, you know, next episode, if I'm not plugging, uh, if I'm not plugging the uh, online dating coaching, I want to talk about using social expectations to our advantage. I think that's a, I think that would make a good episode. I think just to give like a little preface, using social expectations to our advantage. Um, Like, let's say you have a guy, you have a guy and a chick and they meet each other, right? There's like this bullshit social expectation that um, women cook and guys have to eat, right? Like women cook, guys eat it, you know, and guys don't cook. And I want to talk about how men can use that social expectation to their advantage. And I've never met a woman that didn't absolutely love me cooking her dinner you know, or making breakfast in the morning. Like that is a way to use a social expectation to your advantage. So I think that's going to be next episode. I think it'd actually be a good episode. I don't think a lot of people really talk about it. So I can't wait to uh, talk to you guys next one. See you guys later.